At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live from Las Vegas, and your other host today, live from Boston, the place to be right now, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you? Pritch, I'm doing great. It's an exciting day. I woke up today not knowing uh, what was going to happen to the Celtics, but big, big news here. Obviously, the shuffle, uh, we're seeing uh, Brad Stevens kind of go. People are saying, hey, was he transitioned? Was he reassigned? But he's going to take over Danny Ainge's spot. Danny Ainge is now gone. There's speculation. Danny Ainge bought some property in Utah. So, Pritch, (laughs) you're going to get the inside scoop because this is a huge story in Boston right now that everyone's talking about. But I think from a betting angle where we can possibly make some money, is talk about who the next head coach might be because now Brad Stevens is going to have that job to pick the next coach of the Boston Celtics. We've got a lot of odds, a lot to talk about, but uh, Pritch, I'm excited. My Celtics season is over, but in a way, it's kind of just beginning. But I'm happy to be here with you on another day talking sports. Yeah, you know what, Josh? I think I exceeded the speed limit to get here to the show today because I wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, who's going to be the next coach on the heels of the news? Danny Ainge is stepping down as Celtics president. Brad Stevens uh, is planning to be transitioned, like you mentioned, from head coach uh, to uh, head of basketball operations. So uh, let's get right to it. Odds to be the next uh, head coach for the Boston Celtics. Uh, who do you like here? Who do you think uh, is going to be the next head coach? we got Sam Cassell plus 300, Chauncey Billups plus 400, uh, Kim plus 700 Becky Hammond on the list at plus 800 as well yeah so Pritch I think the kind of the way I uh, look at this is number one I know it's chalky but I'm looking at the two guys at the top Sam Cassell and Chauncey Phillips I think with the Celtics the issue that you had and I've watched this team uh, for years and I've seen kind of the, uh, the the big three transition to the rebuild transition to Tatum and Brown and kind of taking us to the next step and I uh, the speculation is that you know, Brad Stevens, as good of an X's and O's coach as he is, he couldn't relate to a lot of these players. And a lot of these players, whether they tuned him out or uh, just stopped listening or whatever, there was an issue. There was a disconnect between the coaching and between the players. So I think if you're going to build this team around Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, and hopefully uh, retool this roster a little bit, I think one of the reasons Danny H stepped down, uh, whether you call it step down or retirement, or re, you know, whatever it may be, is that his big uh, fault was that he really didn't replace 
Kyrie. I mean, he tried with Kemba Walker. He had a knee issue. He never really replaced Al Horford. Uh, Gordon Hayward leaves, never replaced him. Even a guy like Marcus Morris was never really replaced. So I think that's kind of why the, you know, the anvil fell on, on Danny Ainge there. But to me, Pritch, if you're bringing in a new coach, we, I think you need a coach who has been in the league, who has won, who can have the respect of Tatum and Brown. And to me, that's number one, Sam Cassell, who's the favorite. Remember, he played on that 2008 Celtics championship team, and he's been a coach pretty much ever since, a guy who was a player, a point guard, a leader, and also has a lot of experience. But also Chauncey Phillips, a guy who's a winner, a guy who was that, that stud point guard that led all those great Pistons teams back in the day. So I know it's chalky. I'm looking at those two, and I think if you're, you're going to pick a new coach with the Celtics, I think you got to go the former player route think that's where you can really connect with these young players they'll respect a, a, a person who played in the nba and who won in the nba yeah absolutely chauncey billups is one of those guys certainly saying like well, like he said the tops uh, and i think that's what those young players those two all-stars are looking for uh for the boston celtics out there i know him chauncey a little bit uh he's a buff of course uh he's been wanting to get into the nba in a big way whether it was going to be the front office or or a coaching uh, standpoint, um, he, he would be fantastic. Big shot, Chauncey Phillips. I mean, that's what everybody calls him. But uh, no, he's he's got those leadership qualities uh, that make him head coaching material as well. No, I think you're totally right here, Pritch. And I would say Rick Pitino, he ain't walking through that door. If he is, he's <laughs> the old and gray, my friend. Uh, but uh, no, I'm looking down the line. You know, we have seen just uh, some other names to throw out here. You know, I've seen some. Uh, you know, rumors, people talking about guys like Jason Kidd plus 700. I don't know. Kidd, the way he was looking at, you know, early on in the box, I don't know if they're going to go that route to me. Phillips and, 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 and Sam Cassell, that's where I'm leaning right now. Okay, sounds good right there. I mean, uh, so burnout, I, I don't know if that's the case or not. Brad Stevens, do you think he's okay from a front office standpoint? So this is kind of a weird thing, Chris, because he's had no front office experience. Right. And I think that's kind of uh, questionable. Mm -hmm. I don't. It's kind of weird. Like, you wanted to keep him around, but he also kind of admitted that maybe there needs to be a new voice in that locker room, and his voice kind of became stale. I mean, yeah. he was there a long time, eight, nine years, Pritch. I mean, right. that's a long time for an NBA head coach. Um, so he's, he's now going to have to handle the draft, uh, which, by the way, I'm still big on uh, Kate Cunningham, minus 500 first overall. I know, Pritch, but, which um, I was going to mention that because, you know, this is a big decision uh, in terms of Stevens uh, and then, okay, the next head coach, certainly uh, for the Boston Celtics. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard with you live from Las Vegas. Your other host uh, today is with you live from Boston. Uh, you know what, Josh? So the Nets uh, defeated the Boston Celtics. Uh, certainly the news everybody knows is fully aware. Uh, new head coach situation out there. But let's get to this game uh, because uh, I want to know what we learned here from this. Uh, I mean, I think everybody was, was on the side of the Nets in terms of betting it. Uh, no way that Boston was going to uh, win this one, although they did make it a good game at times. Uh, 123-109. Um, the Nets move on. Uh, what did you see from the Nets standpoint? What did you see in this game from a betting standpoint as well? Yeah, I think some takeaways from this game, number one, Pritch, uh, don't get me started on the over here because <laughs> it was an awful kind of bad beat over. I mean, we right. talked about it, how it opened 231 and a half, ended up to uh, all the way to 235. I think after the show, it even crept up 234, up to 235. If, and this is also uh, kind of a, an example of how pro betters are so good at what they do. They hit that total very early, 231 and a half you know, had that thing rise all the way up to 235-ish. But remember, this thing landed 232. So if you hit that early, this is always the early bird gets the worm in betting. You catch that if you're the party, you didn't get it. I would go back to a little bit here, Pritch, because I was on 232 and a half. I missed that perfect number. It lands 232, but I would say I'm a little upset by uh, Claxton there. He had a dunk there at the end that, Pritch, if he made that, we cash our over, but he had to go uh, all circus, you know, route and, and make it look fancy. It rims out, so that's the difference between a win and a loss here. But I think in terms of laying the big points. Now, Pritch, I'm a guy who likes dogs. You know, nine times out of ten, I like taking that gross play, you know, because, again, the public's going to be biased toward favorites. You know, the irony here is favorites are absolutely crushing right. in the NBA playoffs so far. Uh, they're now 3-0 and ATS yesterday. They're now 27-14 and ATS in the playoffs, 66%. But here's the thing. Sometimes, even though you're a favorite, you kind of fall into a good historical betting spot. And I think that's where the Nets fell into last night because when you get into the playoffs, we talked about in yesterday's show, Pritch, it's very rare you're laying double digits in a playoff game. It mm -hmm. just doesn't happen that often. But if you looked historically, and this is where I kind of lean on historical betting systems where it doesn't matter who the teams are, if they fit this system and they have a long track record, a big sample size, 
you know, that's something you can put a little stock into. So the fact that, you know, the Nets opened 12, got all the way up to 13, there was some money on the Nets. Yes, it was very public, but also some respected money. But here's the kicker, Pritch. Um, if you look at double-digit favorites in the NBA playoffs, we mentioned this yesterday, they're about 56% ATS. These are favorites laying these big numbers. So it's almost like, how can you lay a big number in the playoffs? Teams are all good. You know, you take the points. But in these rare spots where a favorite is double digits and has a move in their favor, they've done very well, around 56% ATS. So that's my takeaway. If you see these big numbers, don't automatically be scared off by them. Sometimes you can kind of find that sweet spot where you're buying low on a good historical trend. Right, absolutely. Great advice right there, Josh. Um, from In terms of a steam move or in terms of this total, moving off of where it opened, uh, how do you, I mean, it, it's impossible to know if you're catching a good number or no uh, or not, but in terms of how much steam is too much steam you see what i'm saying like uh when are you chasing uh that total if you're still looking to go over once you see that move right there yeah it's a great point pritch and i think this is something that a lot of betters struggle with even myself i struggle with this you know i think you have a number in your head and what you're comfortable with because okay. again the worst thing is chasing steam just because you're getting the worst of a number like pritch if you want to go buy a new suit it, it's a thousand dollars and then you wait and, and you miss the sale and now it's fifteen hundred well, you're paying more than you should for what you could have gotten earlier if you jumped on it earlier. So I think the same thing in betting. To me, it's like one point. Mm -hmm. you, obviously, you want to get the triggering number, which is really, really important. So the triggering number on that Celtics over was 231.5. Obviously, it cashed there. You get to 232.5, you're one point off if you still got some systems. I got over refs. I got this 220 and over trend, uh, which is done very well in the playoffs. Um, then maybe you can make a case for that. But again, if you're late, if you're in a 234, 235, I think that's where you got to You really use a lot of discipline as a better. Um, and sometimes it's like, hey, it doesn't matter. It flies over anyway. But I think you want to get into the habit of saying, hey, there's going to be more games to bet on. I don't want to get a bad number. Even if I win, if you get in the habit of getting numbers late, that's not going to turn you into a successful better long term. So, Rich, if it's a if it's a total, if it's a point within a point of the triggering number, I might I say give it a shot. If it gets higher than that, I think you get a little heartburn. You may want to lay yeah, off. Yeah, I hear you. Great advice again. Uh, so let's move on. The series price right now has dropped uh, for the Nets and the Bucks. You got the Nets minus 200. No surprise right there. The Bucks uh, plus 160. Uh, your initial thought, uh, are these prices attractive enough uh, for you in terms of what you've seen from the Nets so far against their series against Boston? Uh, then certainly how the Bucks are playing. Yeah, so Bucks obviously, uh, it's you know I think we knew that the Nets would be a favorite in this series, and maybe mm -hmm. this number is kind of where it should be. But I don't know. I see some value on the Bucks in this spot. Again, okay. a lot of these books were plus 180 down to plus 160, so there might be a little bit of money coming in on the on the Bucks here. Remember, they swept Miami, looked really good doing it. Uh, you have that injury to Divincenzo, which you know you want him if if uh, if you're going to play this series against the Nets, but at least you still got your big three of Holiday, of Middleton, of Giannis, obviously. I think Brooke Lopez is a guy you're going to look out for in this series because he's a guy who maybe could really feast on this Nets team that isn't that big down low. Uh, maybe DeAndre Jordan makes an appearance here, but I don't know, Pritch. You know, the Nets are incredible, really. You know, you see them get going, and once they get going, they're hard to stop. But I'll be honest, if, I, if you're making me bet a series price right now, Maybe the Nets win, but I think the value is on that plus 160 with the Bucks. You're getting a team that has a little bit of extra rest, uh, mm -hmm. you know, can really light it up here. And I think it's going to be a deep series. And I'm leaning to the plus money there. I think the Bucks are in kind of a rare spot getting some plus money against a Nets team that, yes, is incredible, but you're always, you know, crossing your fingers that an injury doesn't take place with Brooklyn. I know. we got to keep that in mind, too. I mean, the players are griping about it. The, the, the length of the season, uh, uh, the, the shortness of the offseason going from a bubble. And uh, and so you're seeing uh, your your uh, colleagues kind of fall uh, down here. We'll get to some injury news later, a little bit later on in the show, but uh, I know it's on the mind of these players, though. Um, but I like the matchups in this one, uh, Josh, to be honest with you. I think James Harden uh, could be the X factor, so I'm looking for anything that involves James Harden from a player prop standpoint uh, because, uh, you know, being an X factor in this series uh, could, could pay dividends, certainly. I mean, I'm looking for Giannis to kind of neutralize KD a little bit, Kyrie uh, at times, too, but you know, you add a holiday, you add some pieces like Middleton too into the mix uh, it makes it intriguing from a series standpoint uh, but James Harden I thought uh, or I think right now currently probably could be the X factor in the series though 
I'm right there with you, Pritz. The other thing, you know, looking at these teams going head to head, obviously we're waiting on some of these numbers to come out and mm-hmm. if they come out, we'll, you know, we'll update everyone, but I'm, I'm interested in the totals in this game because, you know, we've seen this trend in the playoffs to the over uh, overs. Now there's actually two and one to the under yesterday, but overs are still cashing 55% of the time. We've seen this trend of these high total overs cashing to the over 220 or more. The over is 17 and eight, this playoff 68%. And I just think these are two teams that are great offensively. I mean, we might be seeing some really, really high totals in this series. Maybe it's a, a standard 230 or more here, 235. I mean, I don't know how high the odds makers can set these numbers. So to me, I think automatically I'm thinking maybe some overs in this series. I think you got to be cautious because, you know, the odds makers know this. They know that the public loves overs anyway. They know overs are doing well. And they may really, really shade or inflate these totals to the over, thinking that, hey, you're going to get a lot of money on these overs. Yes, high-scoring teams. Let's see how high they go. So to me, I'm wondering – like, hey, when these numbers come out, should you hit the over immediately? Because it's probably going to rise. That's something I'm keeping in mind. But uh, right, automatically, Pritch, both teams can score a lot. So we're going to see. Have to, we're going to have to see how these totals play out. Yeah, JJ, our producer just informed two thirty nine and a half uh, BetMGM. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, a good kid after that one. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, That's a, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, let's move on to the Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers here because I mean, come on, uh, if you if you didn't enjoy that thing, uh, there's something wrong with you. One forty-seven, one forty, double overtime, some controversy involving officials. I was thinking of you as that call, that foul call on Dame there, uh, Austin Rivers. I mean, that was impossible uh, to stomach. Now, to be honest with you, but uh, look, the, the Nuggets, I think we both cash a ticket on this one, uh, but the Nuggets obviously cover on uh, that thing goes way over 287. It closed 227 and a half as well. Yeah, Pritch, you're totally right. So like all-star game number here, 287 pretty much. <laughs> but uh, I, just from a betting standpoint, you know, having a sweat there on the Nuggets, oh my God, this is the, these are the games you love. Mm-hmm. You love betting on sports. Obviously, you love cashing in the end. That's what makes it the most fun. But uh, that was just back and forth, unbelievable game. Damian Lillard dropping 55 points. I think he was 12 of 17 shooting the three. I mean, guy was just unbelievable here. Even first overtime when the Nuggets got up by like, what Pritch, like 10, 12. And it was like, Oh, here we go. We're good. Right. They roar back and force another overtime. So <laughs> I think to me, the takeaways, Pritch, number one is this short favorite line move system. That's done very well this playoff. So uh, the nuggets, they opened minus one and a half. When we did the show, they were pretty much still one and a half, one up to one and a half. But when we saw that thing go to two, I thought that that was a really good sign, Pritch, because after our show, that thing rose a little bit higher. It wasn't very lopsided of a play, and it did match two systems that I love. One, that short favorite, five or less, uh, which is was 2-0 and ATS yesterday with the Nuggets and the Suns, now 18-5 and ATS this playoff, 78%. But also this favorite off a of blowout system, which we do have a match on one of the games tonight, Pritch. When you lose a game by 10 points or more, your favorite the next game, the public is always like, how do I possibly lay points with you? You got blown out last game. But it's done very well, about 56% ATS the last decade, cash with the Nuggets. And then we talk about that over, you know, 226. It did creep up 226 and a half at some shops. But that was our conspiracy theory that came through, Pritch, because all three of those refs last night, and you mentioned it, calling the three on Damian Lillard, where it looks like he didn't even really get fouled. Uh, But all three over refs, Lewis, Wright, and Mark Lindsay, uh, obviously you had two overtimes there, but Uh um, I think that's the sort of thing you're looking at. Again, with this total 220 or higher, the over is 68% this, uh, this playoff. So good move to the Nuggets with that short favorite system. And with the refs and the line moving over and that over system, another overhead. I tell you what, I almost ran to Denver from here because I did have a ticket <laughs> with you on that game. Uh, and that official, man, I mean, seriously, okay, Dame, uh, I, I don't know how you, look, did he correct it? I guess he did. He said before the shot, which, okay, therefore, okay, let's see if we can get another shot at it. Denver, you can't explain their actions down the stretch why they didn't foul Dame or at least try to get him off the ball if they could. Um, but, uh, you know, sweating a ticket is one thing, but I love the market insight that you provided yesterday with these officials, though. Uh, so maybe maybe I could stomach it a little bit more understanding that. Uh, but the cash you ticket, uh, nonetheless, was was pretty nice. No, it was pretty nice. And I'm right there with you, Pritch, because Will Hill, our guy, our, our colleague here, you know, he's a, he's a prolific texter, Pritch. And uh, <laughs> he kept texting me. We were both on Nuggets and all three of us were on it, Pritch, you too. And it's like, why aren't you fouling? Right. Why don't you foul immediately? Like, they're, they're almost letting Damian Lillard shoot these threes, knock down these threes. So uh, Will Hill kept texting me. Why aren't they fouling? I'm, I was right there with him. But, uh, Pritch, that was You should it, say, it, ask hey, them that. Text the Denver Nuggets right now. You guys foul this I know. guy. 
Yeah. It was it was just crazy. So that's something I think we got to take moving forward. But um, you know, Pritch, what a game that was. What Great a game. to hold that ticket. Uh, but again, these favorites, short favorites, uh, these overs. It's been chalky. But I think you know, a long time ago, someone told me I don't want to be the smartest losing better. I want to be the smartest winning better. So I'm a dog guy. I'm an under guy. But when you have all these, you know, the planets aligning, you got the officials. You got a line move. You got some systems. I think you make a play that you feel confident about. And so far, it has been favorites and over. Yeah. You know what, Josh? We were talking about this game because the line was moving yesterday a little bit. The Lakers and the Suns, uh, I think it went to, what, uh, minus four and a half uh, during the show from five. Um, speculation uh, abound, I mean, everywhere in terms of uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, he did not play. The Suns win 115 to 85. They cover. <laughs> and then also this under cashes as well. Yeah, undercast here. And, um, you know, I think that was something that we were looking in, uh, an eye out for. And that over under was intriguing to me of the total because, Pritch, that was weird. That was like a roller coaster. It opened 209, mm-hmm. it got all the way down to 207 and a half, but then it late, it crept back up to 209. So you might have had some conflicting opinions from respective betters on that total. But I think the under, not outsmarting it too much, you know, no Anthony Davis. The under's done well this series anyway. You saw that under cash. But to me, that Suns play, you know, we were leaning Suns. We saw it get down to four and a half, got a little nervous there that there might have been some LeBron money coming in. But you did see some books at four and a half after our show, Pritch, get back up to five. So okay. pretty much from the opener, which some openers were closer to four, it was all Suns money. So, uh, again, that short favorite system, I can't hammer it enough. I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but that five or less favorite continues to cover at a nearly 70, uh, 70% clip. And now you really have the Suns in the driver's seat here moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Anthony Davis making the trip, maybe some sharps were looking at that. Okay, if you made the trip, maybe he's inclined to play. Uh, going through warm-ups, too, on the floor, maybe he's going to play. Now, I don't know how effective he would have been, uh, but somebody uh, thought so and certainly moved that line, and then we saw the line change again. So uh, that total, I mean, that that under was going to cash all the way in that one, especially LeBron. I mean, LeBron wanting to shoulder all the, the pressure and everything, I mean, a, a brilliant effort, I guess, but he's not the same LeBron James. I mean, uh, there's no doubt about that anymore, and he's hobbled, too, with the ankle injury. I'm right there with you, Pritch, and he even left that game early. I know there's a lot of memes on Twitter right now, him leaving early, but, um, you know, the the thing here to me, too, you know, moving forward, I'm already, I already got my eyes on the next game here, okay. looking for tomorrow's matchup, Pritch, and automatically, we've seen a move to the Suns. Mm-hmm. For the next game, Lakers uh, facing elimination here, going back to L.A., they open as a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. They're down to two. They're down to one-and-a-half at some shops. You're seeing this money come in on the Suns. And I think, again, can Anthony Davis play? You know, I've seen reports that typically this injury would be a week, week and a half regular season. Can he turn around that quickly? Can he make a big difference here? I think if he's out, you know, it seems like an obvious play. But I'm looking at the Suns here. That early move toward the Suns, I think, is really important. Again, Lakers minus three and a half for tomorrow. They're already down to two or one and a half. So money is pouring in. Uh, to to the sun side here, grabbing the points. Right. With any strain or any pulled muscle situation as a player or an athlete, you're going to be thinking about it. You're going to feel it. You're going to be conscious of it, too. So uh, even with AD on the floor, I don't know how how effective he will be. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, in, in accordance to or along with LeBron James, if we get – King James back out there uh, on the floor, on the court. Uh, and then also Schroeder's. They, they got to get contribution from somewhere else, though, uh, Josh. Uh, it's evident that way to me. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Pritch. And maybe Montrez Harrell, you know, they put him in late. He's a guy who I think is a good energy guy. He's mm-hmm. kind of like a bigger Marcus Smart, plays defense, gets down low, kind of a glue guy. Maybe he gets more minutes. Um, I know we're up against it, Pritch. One other thing with that game yesterday, mm-hmm. the under obviously hits. They scored like 60-plus points in the first quarter, and the live line on the total I think was 218.5. If you can kind of, you know, wait it out and, and take and, and take that under, it's risen so much. Sometimes those live line opportunities, if you get a high-scoring first quarter, but usually it comes comes back down kind of to the to the overall game line could have taken that under live line all right always interesting insight right there from josh applebaum when we continue with the program after the break uh nhl playoffs uh in, interested parties out here in vegas about one game that's coming up next
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, Josh, to the ice we go out here in Vegas. Uh, a lot of people excited about the opportunity for the Golden Knights to redeem themselves. Tough matchup, though, against the Avalanche. Uh, and game two, 
Uh, series prices, Avalanche, heavy favorite, obviously, minus 500 to the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, 375, plus 375. But where are you on this game? Uh, if at all, are you going to be involved with this game from a betting standpoint? Yeah, Pritch. So I think a couple things going on right now. Um, you know, you look at what we saw from the, the first game, and I think that was kind of a tough spot for the Knights because they just came off that Game 7 win over the Wild. You had the Avalanche really, really rested, ready to go, which, by the way, when we get to Montreal, Winnipeg, that's a similar huge rest versus tired advantage uh, for the home team there with Winnipeg. But for this game, Pritch, the opener, uh, your abs, Pritch, just steamrolling 7-1. to yeah. one. They're a minus-190 favorite. Uh, cashed easily. You could, you know, even looking at a puck line opportunity there to save a little bit of juice, but uh, similar sort of thing, Pritch. It's kind of rinse repeat tonight. You know, game two, this is obviously a big spot uh, for the Vegas Knights to get back in the series. You really don't want to go down 0-2, although really series don't start when until you kind of lose a game on your own home ice. Uh, but still, this, upper, this spot here, Pritch, I lean a little bit abs. I know it's chalky. I know it's kind of an obvious situation, uh, but the Avalanche did open on a lot of shops around a minus 170 favorite. They've been steamed up to around minus 190. Some mm-hmm. shops at one point, you know, even kind of inching up to minus 200. So one system that's done very well this year is these playoff favorites with a line move in their favor. So uh, remember, hockey, uh, we're seeing it right now in basketball. It's kind of a bit of an aberration. But hockey is a very chalky sport, especially this year with all the different factors at play. We saw favorites have their best year. Favorites this year in the NHL playoffs have done well also about 60%. But it's this system when you're a favorite, uh, a playoff favorite with a line move in your favor, the line moving in your direction, at least a cent. But if you get 10 cents or more, they've been even better. 22 and 12, 65% so far this postseason. So I'm leaning, I'm leaning Colorado here, Pritch. Okay. I don't know if I uh, am going to, uh, you know, a puck line opportunity here. You know, the Knights, if you want to sweat the Knights, you do have a playoff experience off a loss bounce back system on them. But to me, Pritch, this abs team is an absolute wagon. And I think uh, I think with that line move, respect to what he's kind of telling you, they're, they're back on the abs tonight. Right. I, I mean, the Knights, uh, they are uh, uh, one of those teams I was looking to back, to be honest with you, full disclosure. Um, uh, because they play better with Fleury uh, in that uh, he's going to have to stand on his head, obviously. But uh, staying out of power play situations, too, because like you mentioned, that first line for the abs, uh, I don't know who's better, Boston or, or Colorado. Uh, but uh, the abs, uh, that, that's something to deal with. And I don't know if the Knights have an answer for that. And then you throw in. In uh, last night's factor, too, that crowd is going to be juiced uh, for this game, too, out there in Colorado in the same arena that the Nuggets uh, defeated the Portland Trailblazers in. You're totally right, Pritch. They're going to be bumping here. Uh, and again, we, we can't discount a little bit of this home ice because we went through a year in the pandemic where mm-hmm. we had no fans at all. We had no games for a while. You know, that was kind of the, the scariest time of being a sports better and being in the industry, not knowing when sports would come back. And we did see kind of a little bit of an edge to these road teams just because you don't have to go into such hostile environments. But now we're seeing fans come back, which is fantastic. These arenas absolutely going nuts here. So, again, that's something to keep in mind here. I think you're – and even I've – you know, in Boston, seeing the Bruins get back to the Garden with a full house, you've heard a lot of players say, you know, the amount of juice and the amount of adrenaline that the the home ice advantage plays. So, I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, Pritch, real quick, just Montreal and Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. I think this is the game tonight with the biggest, sharpest move toward the Winnipeg Jets. And you also have a big, big rest versus tired advantage, which I alluded to earlier. But this is game one uh, of the North round two. Remember, Canada, they don't have any fans in the stands right now uh, because they really haven't opened up yet. But look at the Jets. They've had a good move in their favor. They open around minus 110, minus 115. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 140. So you have a lot of movement toward the Jets. Remember, Pritch, there's really not a lot of public betting hockey, a little bit more in the playoffs, but overall, it's more of your kind of diehard, you know, bettors, a lot of people who know the sport and bet on the sport. Um, so that move looks pretty good to the Jets if you want to sweat the Jets. And this is where that that rest versus tired advantage really comes in. Remember the Jets, they swept the Oilers. They haven't played since May 24th, Pritch. You look mm-hmm. at the, the Montreal Canadiens, they went seven games. They overcame that 3-1 deficit. They just played the other night. Yeah. You have one team that has a week of rest advantage with a line move so i'll be sweating the jets here tonight um i'm not decided on that one yet but what if you're the canadians and you're floating because you're on cloud nine right now i mean how tired are you going to be uh excited to play uh, in round two against the jets uh, certainly um ryan balaji owner of golf news net's going to join the program in the next segment uh, because we have the memorial he's coming up next
The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VSIN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the action in the NHL, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VSIN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on vsin.com and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for a 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Happy to bring on to the program, talk to this gentleman out, out at the PGA Tournament recently, Ryan Ballingy, owner of the Golf News Net. Ryan, how are you? Good, Pritch. How are you? Doing well, doing well. The Memorial Tournament, uh, not a major, but uh, a lot of people look forward to this tournament every year, certainly. Um, I'm looking for a golfer who wants to win this thing as opposed to tune up for the U.S. Open uh, in a couple of weeks. So uh, who, who should we focus on uh, to, to win this tournament this week? I kind of love some young guns this week. I, I like in particular Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland. Uh, Colin Morikawa won the alternate event here last year. They had back-to-back weeks at, at Muirfield Village before they blew this thing up for a renovation. And, and this is just kind of the golf course kind of tournament that works well for him. He is such a great ball striker from tee to green, having statistically one of the top five or six best seasons in the era in which we have strokes gained. So going back to 2004 from tee to green, just he's great week to week. And if he puts well, he's got a really good chance to win. Got a couple ho-hum T8, T14 finishes last two times out. And Victor Hovland's playing some great golf on the bad side of the draw of the PGA Championship, but has improved his short game dramatically this year, in my estimation. And he's just playing solid golf, T3, uh, and back-to-back starts at Valspar, which is a golf course very demanding like this one. And then Wells Fargo, similar kind of demands T to green as this golf course this week. Ryan, it's great to talk to you once again. Uh, talk to me about John Rahm. Obviously, he's the favorite to win this tournament, 11 to 1. Uh, top five finish, he's plus 250. In the top 20, he's minus 200. Uh, but also some some matchups that were intriguing. Rahm is a minus 175 favorite against Rory, and he is a minus 150 favorite against Justin Spieth. So uh, if you're if you're a better and you, you want to bet on Rahm, but you have all these different options, where would you go to? Where do you think the smartest bet is if you want if you want to sweat uh, Rahm here? I wouldn't mind looking at him in the top five here. He won this event as it was the constructed as the Memorial last year under a really difficult set of setup circumstances. I mean, they knowing that they were going to renovate this golf course immediately after the tournament, let the rough grow out, let it play like a major and, and Rom succeeded It played tremendous golf. And it was the start of a good run for him. I do like him this week. I like him more than pretty much anyone else is at the top of the board, more than Bryson, more than Spieth, more than JT or Rory. So I, I think you're, you're probably laying a little bit too much against Rory this week at that minus 175 number. I'd seen him elsewhere at minus 150. I'd be okay with that even, but minus 175 seems like a little too too much. I'm not convinced at all about Justin Thomas. I mean, he has basically said he has had an up and down year and just got fortunate to win the players with two great days, including that incredible final round. So I think you could like him in that type of matchup if you can find Rom against uh, Justin Thomas. And then Jordan Spieth has a kind of a horse for course reputation for this event, but he also had practically nothing in the final round on Sunday at Colonial. So I don't know which guy is going to show up. The guy that played three great rounds to start the tournament, or the guy that had hardly anything in the tank for the end. We're speaking with uh, Ryan Ballingy, owner of Golf News Net. Uh, I was going to ask you to talk to me about uh, <laughs> Jordan, uh, but that's not necessary. I kind of understand, uh, certainly, I, I think from an athlete's uh, perspective, uh, you know, it, he deals with himself so much, and it's hard to back from a betting standpoint. But uh, other golfers, though, that uh, tease you a little bit there uh, with, with winning tournaments or certainly top five finishes, Tony Finau, another one. Bryson, uh, that's another guy. I want you to talk to me about Bryson. Uh, he's been called out. He's been ridiculed. Uh, he's been spraying the ball as well. What's going on with these golfers? Bryson's a really interesting case study and a guy that what this time last year, he made a 10 on a hole at Muirfield Village and everyone kind of started to laugh at him. Oh, well, maybe this approach isn't going to work. And then he rips off a U.S. Open. And then he kind of goes through this phase this year where he's had some ups and some downs. I mean, he was incredible at Bay Hill that showdown with Lee Westwood and then has been basically doing nothing for three months in a row. And it seems to kind of be in his head at this point. I, I think he kind of gets stuck chasing other stuff as he's trying to go on this quest of his to get longer and be smarter about golf. 
I, I want to avoid him this week. I know he has yeah. won this tournament before, but that was old Bryson before he started trying to pack on the pounds and, and swing a whole lot faster. So I, I'm willing to kind of steer steer clear of him this week. And I, I just think Tony Finau is one of those guys where if you're ever going to bet Tony Finau, you got to get him in either a matchup where you think that that player that you're betting against is weak this week, a good chance to miss the cut, or maybe a top 10 bet. He, he's that same thing with like Xander Shoffley or Corey Connors. Guys that don't necessarily pick off a lot of tournaments, but do finish high pretty often just because they do so well tee to green that if they have any modicum of success putting, they're going to be in it at the end. Ryan, just uh, look ahead here, and, and Pritch mentioned it. Obviously, the U.S. Open is coming up here quick at Torrey Pines, and uh, my my fiance is actually from uh, from California, San Diego. Her relatives are in La Jolla. Obviously, a beautiful spot here. I'd love to play there one day. But just early thoughts there on on the U.S. Open. Obviously, DJ is the favorite here, twelve to one. Uh, but are you looking forward to that? And anyone, any angles early on for the U.S. Open? I think my initial angle is, and it's probably been held for way too long at this point, is Xander Shoffley to win this thing. He's a California kid. This is kind of his his area. If, if he's going to win a major, I think it's come down to the Masters and the U.S. Open is going to be the one that he breaks through first. He has a, a tremendous track record in the U.S. Open in his young career. So I love him at 22 to 1. I think that's a, a pretty solid number even still. And if he performs well this week, that's going to go into the you know 15 range really quickly. I, I mean, I love Morikawa pretty much every golf course. But you got to remember, Torrey South is a beast. I mean, it's basically 7,800 yards about as far as they can max it out. They won't get there with it, but it's a really long golf course with a lot of demands from tee to green. And yes, you do have the advantage of having a PGA Tour event there every year. You have three rounds on it. So if you're starting to think about kind of corollaries from the U.S. Open to what we saw at Farmers Insurance Open, start thinking about Patrick Reed because he's the guy who played an incredible weekend. Uh, I'll be with the controversy around them, but played a great weekend and, uh, and won himself a, a a great tournament. So I, I think if you're thinking about a second major for another guy that's kind of had one in this run of a lot of first time major winners, maybe start thinking about Patrick Reed. Yeah. Interesting odds right now. Patrick Reed, 28 to one. Uh, Morikawa is uh, 25 to one. Uh, Masayama, 25 to one as well. Ryan, that was awesome. Thanks again for your time. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Ryan Ballingy, owner of golf news net. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Ballingy, B A L L E N G E E. Great follow. Uh, on Twitter. When we come back uh, from break, we're going to go back to the NBA playoffs. Uh, we got some player props to get into, but uh, these games uh, getting interesting, though. In particular, uh, Washington and Philadelphia, there's some injury news that we need to discuss, uh, Josh Applebaum. So we're going to do that after this break. That's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a $1 wager on the Knicks or Hawks into $100 if either team hits a three with BetMGM. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21 years old. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Uh, Josh, back to the NBA playoffs. We got Atlanta on the road. Game five against the Knicks. Closeout situation. Uh, for the Hawks, can it get it done? The Knicks are favored, though, minus 120, 208 is the total. Yeah, so a couple interesting things here, Pritch. Obviously, 3-1 to one, Atlanta looking to close out the series here, punch their ticket to the next round. Uh, this game opened Knicks minus 1, minus 1.5, one basically, and it's kind of stayed exactly where it's at. Uh, I am seeing some shops fall to 1 right now, though, so it looks like maybe you're getting some respected money on the Hawks coming in here. Uh, but I think the Knicks are in a very rare situation that checks a lot of boxes for me, Pritch. Uh, number 1, this game reminds me a lot of two games in particular. The first game it reminds me of is the second game in in this series at Madison Square Garden, where the Knicks were a uh, very short favorite, like minus one, got bet up to around minus one and a half. They won that game, um, let's see, 101 to 92, closed around minus two. Uh, but also reminds me a lot of the Nuggets game from last night. Similar situation where you're a slight favorite, around one, one and a half, two. Now, the difference tonight would be you are seeing a little bit of money hit the Hawks here. Mm-hmm. But what I like about the Knicks, Pritch, is kind of a buy opportunity on a chalk favorite that isn't a popular favorite. Again, all these favorites doing so well in the NBA playoffs this year, they've all been really popular plays. That's really not what you're getting here. You're getting a slight majority of bets, grabbing Atlanta and the points. They've won and covered the last two games. But the Knicks would match here, a short favorite five or less. 
which went 2-0 ATS yesterday with the Nuggets and the Suns, now 18-5 ATS, 78% in the playoffs. And also, the system I love, Pritch, with the Nuggets last night, favorite off a blowout loss. Right. It's very rare when you get blown out by 10 points or more in the playoffs to then come back and become a favorite the next game. Obviously, this this game shifts to Madison Square Garden here, which is, uh, you know, you got to give some home court advantage, especially with a lot of fans back in MSG. So, Pritch, I'm a little, I, I really love the Knicks a lot, uh, pretty much all day. I'm starting to see this thing fall to one. I'm getting a little bit of heartburn, but I still have a lot of matches on the Knicks. I think I might be, I think I might be sticking with the Knicks here, even though you have this late move. Uh, I like the situation they're in. Awful blowout loss. Come back the next time as a favorite, 56% ATS, short favorite. All these matches would be would be with the Knicks. But again, let's see. Does it get down to a pick'em? Is does it does it quickly get bought back up, back to one and a half? But the intriguing thing here is Pritch, a good situation for the Knicks. Mm -hmm. But yes, this is falling one and a half to one at some shops right now. Okay, because of the short spread there, that's why I mentioned the money line. Because I, I think we've talked about this before. Do you want to play the money line or should? I mean, it's minus 120. Uh, whereas if you lay the points, uh, minus a, a point and a half right now in Vegas, you could do that. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. I always go money line in yeah. these spots. You know, if you're so not like depends on what side you're on. If you're on the dog and you like the Hawks, I take the one and a half okay. only because they lose by one. You want to cover that bet. They win, you win anyway. Um, but to me, it's with these favorites. I, I'm a guy, I'm a big believer of if you like a favorite that I would say is three or less, two and a half or less, I almost always go money line in these spots. Just the security of knowing, hey, I just got to win the game. I don't have to worry about, you know, laying a one and a half, winning by one, and I lose my bet. If my team that I bet on wins, I want to win if I'm on this short money line price. So mm -hmm. you saw it happen yesterday. You know, technically it didn't matter with the Nuggets. They ended up winning by seven. But I was just so glad sweating that game last night, Pritch, that I'm holding a money line ticket on the Nuggets. I don't have to worry about Steph Curry or, sorry, uh, Damian Lillard, you know, dropping bombs here and, and maybe uh, maybe keeping it close. So, to me, great point by you, Pritch. If, you, if you're willing to pay a little more juice when you're sweating the game, the security of knowing you just have to win, it is an added benefit. Although I was worried because Dane was going off. <laughs> uh, how about the total, 208? I'm, I'm expecting um, uh, Young to have some issues uh, tonight. I don't know if the Knicks are going to allow one guy to beat them. Uh, that total, that environment, closeout situation, Knicks at home, uh, are you inclined to go under here? Or are you looking to play over, if at all? So I don't really have a play on this either okay. way, Pritch. I think the one thing we have seen is, you know, the under, I think it is 3-0-1 this series. You had one push, but overall uh, it's been an under series. It's been a, a really low scoring series. So I think you do have that in your back pocket. The thing here with the market, it opened 208, really has not moved at all. It's right down the middle. So I think that next move that you see, whether it's up to 208 and a half, whether it's down to 207 and a half, could be very indicative. But one thing I have noticed here, Pritch, um, these playoff overs are doing great, but only when they're high total. When you're actually a lower total, 210 or less, the under is actually been a winning, a winning play this postseason. So um, the, the caveat here, two pitches, I don't know if you saw this, R.J. Barrett guaranteed a win tonight, or he said Ooh. we will win. So you're getting into that, you know, Mark Messier guarantee. Uh, <laughs> my, my Patriots would always use these guarantees as, as bulletin board material. So that's just a little added bonus here. Okay. I kind of like the swagger. Remember our guy Moses, right? Who was it in the in uh, in college basketball, Pritch? You remember that Georgia Tech? He guaranteed a win against Duke. That's right. Remember you and I did a show, and the guy, he lit it up. So maybe if you like the Knicks, maybe that swagger is something that you like tonight. All right. Keep uh, uh, an eye on that situation. We'll see what happens. Washington and the 76ers. Joel Embiid uh, reports have it that he has a small torn meniscus, small tear in his meniscus there, Josh. Uh, Washington right now plus six, uh, 229 and a half uh, is a total. What is the market saying here? Yeah, market's saying a little bit of movement to the Wizards here, Pritch. So obviously the elephant in the room is Embiid being out for this game. Again, we're going to have to see how long this injury takes him out. Um, but again, uh, 76ers up three to one, looking to close it out here. What I like about this one, you know, so I do have a little bit of anxiety just because favorites and chalk have done so well this uh, this postseason, Pritch. Uh, so you're kind of going to a buzzsaw, taking a dog here. But I go dog. I go Wizards if you're betting this game because a lot of books open uh, 76ers minus seven, seven-point favorite at home. You immediately saw that thing get down to six and a half. At one point, it got down to six, kind of went back to six and a half. But this thing never went to seven and a half. It never went to eight. All liability, all movement has been toward the Wizards in this spot. And I think what you what you want to do if you want to bet the Wizards is grab the six and a half and see this thing close painted across the board at six. That's the sort of thing that you love betting on. Like last night, if you get the Nuggets one and a half, you see it get up to two. That's those little things that give you more confidence late. But I would say, Pritch, the one bet I really like on this game is the over, my friend. I okay. like the over in this okay. spot. Uh, we've seen the over <laughs> three and one this series, yeah. Pritch. Uh, and also, I think 
you know, with MB being out, I think the idea is, hey, there's going to be less scoring. The guy drops, you know, 30 points a game. He's a great, great player. But I think it actually may go the other way. Without the big man down low, maybe it's a more spread out game. Maybe it's a more fast paced game. Maybe it leads to more points. We saw the last game, it was 122-114, and, and Embiid went out early in that game, and it led to a lot of scoring here. So uh, you do have this angle, you know, open 229 and a half. It's kind of stayed where it's at. But here, it, it, Pritch, you knew I had this in my back pocket. You got over reps for this one, <laughs> <Okay>. man. All three <laughs> all over day, reps huh? tonight. Okay. Ed Malloy, uh, Trey Maddox, Josh Tibbon, all between 51 and 54% to the over. So I'm sweating over here, Pritch. I'm going over 229 and a half. All right, let's get to the next game. Uh, Memphis, Utah. Utah at home, minus nine and a half, Josh. 226 and a half uh, is the total. Yeah, a little bit of movement here toward the Grizzlies. Um, you know, again, here you're walking into that. Favorites are killing it this postseason, and, and you're going the other way sort of trend, which I don't think you can automatically tail or fade. you got to take each game individually, but just know that it has been chalky. But I would say all movement has sort of been toward the Grizzlies here. You know, open a lot of shops. Some were 10.5 down to 9.5. A lot of these 9.5, some are juicing up that plus 9.5 side toward the Grizzlies. So it looks like a little liability here, Grizzlies in the points. But uh, I'm a broken record here, Pritch. I like the over in this game. I like this over. The over has flown over all these games pretty much. The over's 4-0 this series. You've had scores of 233, 232, 270, mm -hmm. 221. And my play here would be the, the market's kind of telling you some over money, 225 and a half, up to around 226. They even got to 226 and a half at some shops. Uh, and you also have the system that I'm loving, 220 or higher, take the over. The over in those spots, 17 and 8. Uh, it, which is cashing 68% overall. So, Pritch, uh, sometimes I don't really want to outsmart myself. I don't want to overthink it. I got some over trends. I got an over series. I got a line rising. I'm going over in this game. I can understand that. Uh, let's get the market insight on the Mavs and the Clippers. Uh, Clippers back in L.A. minus 7.5. 217 uh, is the total. Yeah, this one is intriguing to me, Pritch, for a couple reasons. Number one, uh, you're seeing some movement here toward the Clippers. So remember, the Clippers got down 0-2, mm -hmm. came back and played great the last two games. You know, talk about flipping a switch, Pritch. I didn't, well, I didn't really believe in that, but it looks like the Clippers flipped the switch here. Uh, now they're coming back home. All movement's been toward the Clippers here. It opened at around minus seven. Some shops even six and a half. Got up to seven. Now it's up to seven and a half. This thing is moving toward the Clippers here. Uh, the other thing is uh, some great splits we got from our friend John Ewing at BetMGM. This is the sort of thing you like if you want to bet the Clippers. Uh, at BetMGM, the Clippers are taking in 59% of the bets, so a slight public favorite. Not crazy, not getting 80%, 90% here, but they're getting 71% of the handle, Pritch. So anytime we see that low bets, higher dollars, uh, ideally less than 50% of tickets, so you can be a little contrarian. But to me, it looks like respective money's on the Clippers. 59% of bets, but 71% of money. That's telling me those bigger wagers coming from more respected bettors are on the Clippers here. And that line movement would back it up, rising in favor of the of the Clippers. You would have loved a six and a half. You would have loved a seven. But even seven and a half, this thing is moving toward the Clippers. If you like the Clippers, I would wait it out, see if it gets back down to seven. You, you would want to push a minus seven if they win by seven rather than lose a seven and a half. But it does look like, Pritch, Clippers money here uh, in these in this, uh, game five here. Yeah, don't chase that steam, though. Uh, we, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. I mean, or, or exactly. is, is this steam? I mean, I mean that line movement, I don't know if that uh, qualifies for steam or not. Yeah, so steam is basically a sudden change in line yeah. movement across the marketplace, across the board. Uh, it can't just be one book moving. It's okay. got to be the whole market moving. So I think this would classify, uh, again, six and a half, seven, up to seven and a half. Looks like the Clippers here late night taking in some action. All right, that'll do it for hour number one. Some decisions to make. Uh, maybe we make them by the end of the show here. Uh, that would be uh, exciting, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to start hour number two, though, uh, with some intel gathering. It's June. It's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, there's headlines out there, perhaps. Tim Van Voren, uh, he's on the ground out there in Green Bay. He joins program coming up next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.